don't treat people don't treat a butt text the same way though. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Because they're real forgiving with the butt dial. But let me tell you something. You put your phone in your pocket and it's unlocked and it accidentally, as you're moving around and you're walking around, it accidentally, accidentally sends a racist joke to one of your coworkers. That's a that's an ass that's an ass text. Okay? I didn't mean to do that. Remember the butt dial thing? Remember how forgiving we were then? No, they're not nearly as forgiving. You spend the next morning on the phone saying stuff like, no, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, that, that, obviously that's not the way I feel. Well, because they don't have an extra bone in their ankle. Well, some people are faster. That's not the, no, that's not the point. They're real forgiving if it's a butt dial. They're not very forgiving of an ass text. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Good night. Oh man, that's weird. That is weird to hear that. That's um, whoever put that in. Thanks for throwing that in there. Somebody in the studio put that in there. That is a clip from my live at Jekyll Island Amphitheater show. Um, it was three comedians, zero fans, a huge amphitheater, and we did we did our best. It's a clip from that. I think that's on my SoundCloud somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Minefield, folks. It's Quarantine Edition Minefield. This is part of the Podalanche, the Castalanche. It's an avalanche of podcast material that we are going to bring to you here. Me and the team at the Minefield, we're bringing it to you. Um, we really appreciate the listeners we do have. And um, today is all about distraction. And uh, that's what we're pursuing today. Uh, we are not going to talk about the COVID virus at all. In fact, um, we've done a lot of COVID-centric material, and so today we're going to try to distract you with something that's it's not from the archives, and it's not a finished product, but it's something that I've been working with NBC and some of the producers from Dateline on. Um, it's an ongoing podcast project where they're helping us track our missing intern, Trey. Um, he was a, he is, I don't want to say was, I was, of course his parents are, might be listening and they're hopeful that he's alive, but he was an intern here. He is an intern here. He's a millennial. He's a uh, sort of a squinty-eyed, slack-jawed millennial, sort of, uh, so to speak. But this is a story that we're going to bring to you. It's a story in progress um, that Dateline has been working on. And it's a story without an ending because we are still searching for Trey. So if you see him out there, let us know. Let the authorities know. And if you do see him and then you forget to tell the police, you know, that's probably fine too. Like don't, don't beat up on yourself about it and don't lose sleep over it because it's the thought that counts. And if we don't find him, I think our show, which is my chief concern, uh, it's really the only thing I'm worried about in this um, uh, COVID, uh, missing Trey, the intern, you know, like the bottom line for me is how's the show? How's the minefield? And beyond that, I'm just not, I'm just not concerned with anything else in the world. So here it is. Hope you guys are staying safe. We'll be back with more Castellanche material. Tons.
of it. Too much, in fact. Anyway, miss you guys. He disappeared into thin air. A strange, tired 20-something boy who was helping out at a local podcast. Up and disappeared. Where'd he go? Tonight on The Minefield. Something has gone down over here, dude. Six feet, maybe, to the edge. I'm like, in diameter. Stuff is like, not totally bleeding, but, like, there's still a little blood. 911, where's your emergency? 171 Elm Street. I mean, basically kidnapped. If you... For some money. For some money. Jack's Creek, Georgia, is a sleepy little town 13 miles northeast of Atlanta. A quaint little community full of sales reps and attorneys. In the early 1980s, a young couple named Sebastian and Connie Tolliver settled down in Jack's Creek. Sebastian was transferred there from Youngstown, Ohio. They would have four children. The youngest, a precious little boy named Charlemagne III. They called him Trey. His parents said Trey never had a bad night of sleep in his life. In fact, his first night on this earth, he slept so well, security had to eject little Ty-Ty Trey from the hospital. He simply wouldn't respond. Well, one night into the world. And he's exhausted. He loved Taco Bell growing up and generic Dr. Pepper drink called Dr. Thunder. His friends say he always had a hot thermos of Dr. Thunder within arm's reach. Old Trey got in trouble here and there. He was charged with stalking the marching band in high school. And he missed 167 days of school his senior year. Old Trey was pretty below average at a lot of things, and master of none. He fancied himself a rapper for a few weeks. He took six karate classes, and he learned how to play a C scale on the piano with his left hand. Yes, he tried a lot of things, but nothing seemed to stick for old Tiki-Tack Trey, until... He found the podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. Finally, something he was interested in. And that podcast led him to Georgia Gwinnett College and their audio-visual production class. The first time Trey had ever been 
interested in school. And remember, this is the same little boy who took an extra tour through pre-K just for extra practice. Now he was interested in going to school. Well, his parents were thrilled. That class had a... That class had a mandatory internship. Yes, he was a very sleepy little boy. So sleepy, in fact, his mother told a local newspaper that her son Charlemagne once slept 22 hours a day for an entire summer. He was a tired little teenager. Voted most likely to sleep through our 20th anniversary if he's still alive at high school. On senior day. In fact, he slept through the summer of his freshman year of high school. And when it was time to graduate, some of Trey's friends went off to community college and some wandered over to the local skate park to smoke hooters full of marijuana and sleep the afternoon away. Inspired by his love for Joe Rogan, Trey made his way over to Georgia Gwinnett College and their audiovisual program. Well, they had a mandatory internship program. If Trey was going to graduate, he had to get a he had to get an internship with a local podcast. That's how he found Will on the internet with his mindful meditation and true crime podcast called The Minefield. But Trey's contributions would be few and far, far between. In fact, he missed more episodes than he showed up to. This voicemail box has not been set up yet because the user has been kidnapped. If anyone asks, Trey has been kidnapped, so if he's late for an appointment or is missing work, please forgive him because he has been kidnapped. Is anybody at the try? Wait, wait. Hey, where's Trey? Hey, man, where's Trey? Hey, you seen Trey? Hey, where's Trey? Will, the host, was not a fan of lazy Trey's work ethic or lack thereof. So, uh, that was our (laughs) intern Trey's running into a little bit of traffic out there on the road, running behind. I hope everything's okay with him. But let's get back to some mindful breathing. And Trey's contributions were few and far between. In fact, he missed more episodes than he showed up to. Hey, what's up? This is Trey. Um, I have an interview tomorrow afternoon. I just wanted to give you a quick heads up and let you know that I am running a little bit late. There's like a bunch of traffic and it's crazy. Hey, man, it's man. Let it go. Hey, man, I'm late. Hey, man, I'm late. It's Trey. Will, the host, was not a fan of Lazy Trey's work ethic, or lack thereof. Okay, the problem is, you have no work ethic at all. That's the, that's the problem. Okay. All right, well, fine. Well, look, I gotta, I gotta do the show either way. Okay, can I, can I get off the phone now? Okay, please be here next time. Hey, please be here next time. Okay. But Trey never showed back up at the Minefield podcast studio. He never apologized. In fact, 
He never said anything to anyone. Manuel started hearing from other people who were also wondering where Charlemagne Tolliver III was. Collection agents, parole officers, family members. Some of those people reached out to the police, too. And the police knew. They were very aware that Trey was missing. Trey was no stranger to the local police. He had been in a holding cell many times for hooliganism, graffiti, vandalism, and breakdancing. They knew he was missing. They just didn't care. Then here we are. And Trey's been missing for three weeks now. It's February 2020. And the podcast is carrying on without Trey. His parents, they still leave the front door open for him. They know he's lost his keys by now. But nothing, no text messages, no phone calls. From TT Boy Trezy. No text, nothing. And then out of the blue, last week, Trey leaves Will a message. He left a message saying he'd been kidnapped. But was he really kidnapped? In fact, Will and the police got an answer to that question from Trey himself with one little voicemail. Hey, dude, it's me. I got murdered and all, so... I mean... Ah, dang it, man. Look, I'm just gonna be honest with you, dude. I didn't get kidnapped, alright, bruh? I didn't get kidnapped. But listen, I... Oh. We'll be back oh, second, with man. another episode oh, dude, I was thinking that I wasn't... in a few weeks. See if we can find out what's happened to Lazy Boy Trazy Boy. You're now leaving the minefield. <laughs>